uh, welcome to Melanin Way. I'm Linda Antwi. You guys, I debated whether I was going to cover this show, but it, because it's so polarizing and a lot to talk about, and I just have questions, I have decided that I will cover Milf Manor. All right, so Milf Manor, season one, episode one, new reality show out of TLC. And it's basically a bunch of older women between the ages of 40 and 60 who are interested in dating younger men because they have like a younger vibe to them. However, there's this crazy twist. They're in a beautiful resort in Mexico City. And the twist is that all of these women have adult sons between the ages of 20 and 30 that they're all going to date. Now, I mean, I don't know how I feel about this show. Like, I don't, it was weird. It was weird. And there were a lot of reasons it was weird. However, I get what they're saying. So TLC is trying to make it so that it's like a, an experiment, right? Because very often it's, in society, it's, it's, it's acceptable for older men to date younger women. We see it all the time, right? The dude's like 60 and the girl's like 30 or the dude's 50 and the girl's 25 or whatever, right? We see that no one pays it any mind. Everyone thinks like it's a sugar daddy, sugar baby relationship and no one says anything about it. But what happens if the you flip the script and it's older women and younger men? A lot of you guys are outraged and a lot of you guys are like, cancel the show. A lot of you guys are just like the comments about, about this specific show. Um, <laughs> you guys are divided for sure. And so in this first episode, we meet the women and then we meet their sons. So what I wanted to do is go through who was who, and then I'll figure out, um, what happens during this initial episode where you're just like, wait, I don't know if mom should know this much about their sons. I don't know. Like, I, I mean, I can't imagine, I just can't imagine commingling with your parent while you're also like dating their peer group. I, I mean, I don't know. And I think that maybe my biggest issue with this show is that it it's the moms and their sons. I don't necessarily think that there's an issue between dating someone who's older or younger or, or, or whatever, right? So let's meet the cast. All the women are beautiful. Uh, there's eight women. And again, they range between their uh, early 40s and their late 50s. And <laughs> I'm telling y'all, I, 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 I. So let me see. So first up, is April, April J. Uh, let me find a picture of April J. All right, so this is April J. She's 59, looks amazing y'all, 59. Think, and if you need to put it in 90 day perspective, uh, Jenny's 63, um, Angela is allegedly 57. Uh, April J is 59, she has three grown boys. She's from Studio City, California, and uh, she's a trainer. She's a singer. She loves herself, and she's the first that we get to meet. And she uh, is second to Paula, 
and Pola uh, comes in, guns are blazing, looking amazing. And all of a sudden, the one thing I was like, oh, are they going to pit these women against each other? Because I hate seeing that, right? Like there's room for everyone to be beautiful. Pola is 48, out of Miami. Her husband passed away when she was 23. Uh, she has two kids and her whole life, she's always had a boyfriend. She said she's had a boyfriend since she was, or, or a man in her life uh, since kindergarten. And so she committed herself to raising her kids and she's a dancer. She's done like classical ballet, whatever, looks great. Uh, April J automatically sees her as a threat and competition, right? And one of the things, like I said, is like, I don't want to see that. Like, I don't want to see the women pitted against each other because it's just, it's, that's just so typical. Like we need, we need to do better than that. It's 2023. You know what I mean? Like, let's just do better than that. Next up, so young, who's 50. Uh, she's always dated younger men. Uh, her last relationship, the guy was 10 years younger than her. She's from South Korea, but uh, had been in the U.S. Uh, since she was 18 and a half years old. Uh, has a gorgeous son, and uh, she's a surgeon. And so she's smart, she's beautiful, she's 50, and she likes younger men. Uh, so she's the next person that we meet. And then we meet April and April, let's see if I can find a picture of April from Detroit. That's Charlene April here. Y'all, I was a little harsh on April. Okay. I was a little harsh on April because April's only 43. She's from Detroit. She met her husband when she was 14 they were high school sweethearts they were married for 14 years and then the marriage fell apart now she's 43 single and ready to mingle and you know uh, <laughs> i'm just gonna say april uh you know there's that saying that black don't crack april for 43 is looking a little rough to me but that's just that's just my personal opinion i was surprised that she was only 43 considering like april j is 59 uh we haven't met stephanie yet um and we will but she's 46 shannon who's 50 i mean even paola who we, i just showed you uh pale is 48 so i had a hard time believing that april was only 43 years old um and you know she has some melanin in her, so I I was just very surprised. But April, Detroit, married for a long time, high school sweetheart, fourteen. They met. Uh, they were married for fourteen years. That's her backstory. Next up is Charlene. Now Charlene, I really felt for her. I feel like maybe Charlene has some sense as well. So Charlene is forty six. She's from Jersey, but she's currently living in Los Angeles. And she's just kind of been um, going through some hard times. And it's been a long time for her to allow herself to get out and start mingling and start and start trying to date. Because uh, recently her daughter, her, her name was Ashley, passed away. 
and uh, her daughter was only 27. She was going to be 28 uh, as this was airing. And she is looking for a new chapter in her life. She's looking for the light out of the darkness that she's been in as she's been grieving and trying to move forward with her life. And at the same time, oh, Crystal, you're reading my mind. Crystal said she needs a therapist for her self-confidence. Self the same time, that's what I was about to say. So she feels threatened by all the women. She feels like she is the least fit. She feels like she's going to get the least attention. She feels like the other women are stronger in personality. And she feels like she's being thrown to the wayside. And all of this was coming out in like the first 20 minutes of the show. Like she just really had a lot of insecurities. And, you know, that might be because she's coming out of grieving and, and, and such, but she really put it out there that she has some uh, self-confidence issues and body image issues. And so she that's Charlene. Next up is Kelly. Now, Kelly with no Y, Kelly with an E. I think Kelly is a 100% type A personality. Uh, she is used to having the center of attention. She calls herself the disco mommy. She loves house music. She has six kids by uh, different daddies. And she is proud of that. She's like, why would I have six kids with the same dude? Like, why would I do that? Um, she is self-proclaimed uh, sexually... Sex positive. I'll say it that way. She's sex positive And she feels... This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It's like she can teach a lot of men, lot, uh, she feels like she can teach young men a lot about the bed and the bedroom and sex and all the things. She was married for 10 years, um, used to dating young men, used to getting a lot of attention from young men. She's totally into um, working out, her body being the center of attention. She's out of the OC in California, OC meaning Orange County. Um, and in my opinion, she's 100% a typical OC woman, like 100%. 100%. Like life revolves around me. I have my money. I spend my time working on my body, whatever that looks like. And I need to be the center of attention and you all need to listen to me. Like that's the vibe she gave the entire time. Um, Christina said, I'd like that the women were diverse and some were natural aging and some were enhanced. And um, Crystal says, Kelly is who Angela thinks she is in her head. Facts. Uh, Melody says, I wonder how many daddies. If I had to guess, Melody, I would say if she has six kids, she probably has at least four different baby daddies. <laughs> so Kelly, and again, Kelly with an E, K-E-L-L-E, -L -L -E, is 50. 
So she's 50 years old. She feels she's feeling herself. She's definitely the most outspoken out of all of the MILFs in the manor. You like how I did that? The MILFs in the manor. <laughs> um, and she's used to being in the center of attention. Now here's what's happening already in this first episode. All the women are already irritated by her because they're sick of her trying to be the center of attention all the time. They're sick of her trying to have all the attention from the men, even though the men are technically their sons, which is like, so it's mind blowing to me, but let's get through uh, the intros. Next up we have uh, Shannon and Shannon is 50 years old. She's a corporate event planner. Uh, but she wants to make sure that you guys don't get it twisted. She might be corporate and been living corporate life for uh, her whole adult career. However, back in the day, she was a B-girl. And she like she used to carry like the boom box and break dance and all the things. So she has a little spice to her, she says. Um, so we meet her. And last and certainly not least, we meet Stephanie. And Stephanie, we didn't really get a lot of time with her, so I'm interested to, to hear a little bit more about her story. But Stephanie's 46. She's a believer. Um, God is her foundation. God has always been in all of her relationships, and so it's important to, for her moving forward that uh, she has like a God-fearing man that she is with. So those are the women. There's eight of them. Two, four, six, eight. There's eight of them. MILFs, moms, between the ages of early 40s and late 50s. They get to this beautiful resort in Mexico. They all receive phones so that they can get text messages to know what to do in the villa, right? So they're besides that, they're unplugged. They only have the phones that the show, show provided for them. And they get these text messages on, okay, you're going to do this, or this is what the challenge is, or this is where you need to go to. Next, so that's that's how um, <laughs> that's how this show is going to go down. Now they get a text that the men are arriving, and they're excited because all the women thought the men were already going to be there. They didn't realize there was going to be so many women as part of this challenge and show. So, um, what the women do know is that the men are younger because all of these women like to date younger men. Now they all line up in front of this door and we see a silhouette and you guys, I already knew right away. I was like, Oh, there's something wrong with these silhouettes because these silhouettes all look like boys. Like they're also like, I don't know, Metro. I don't like not filled out buff men. They were just like, I, I can't explain it. All I know, I was like, these silhouettes look like young boys. So what what exactly is happening right now? And I had heard the rumors that it was going to be their sons. I didn't want to believe it. So I was trying to keep an open mind. And lo and behold, it absolutely is their sons, you guys. Now, let me see if I can, I can do this for you before. So, uh... I want to present, let's do this, present, share screen. I want to introduce you to now the men. Okay, 
So. <laughs> oh my God, this show is so outrageous. So outrageous. All right, so we're going to meet the men. So first we're going to meet, let me see. Who are we meeting first? I'll just go by here. I'll go by the order they have. So first up, we're meeting Billy. Billy is Charlene's son. Now I remember Charlene is the one that is 46 from New Jersey. She lives in LA. She's the one with the low self-esteem. Okay. Billy's her son. Billy lives in LA. Allegedly, and this, I'm just reading their bios, loves to travel and is pursuing a career in real estate. He's quiet yet charming and always dates women that are older. He's a true romantic who's looking for his soulmate. So that's Billy, Billy and Charlene. Charlene's the mom. Okay, you guys got it, right? And Charlene's the mom from Jersey who also lives in LA, who her daughter passed last year or recently, I'll say, at the age of 27. Got it? Are we all cool? All right, we're moving on to the next dude. The next dude is Gabrielle. Now, Gabrielle... Oh, Lord. Gabrielle is... Okay, here we go. Gabrielle is 23. He's April's son. And April J. She's the one who's from Studio City, uh, has three boys. She's the one that was the first one we were introduced to who felt competitive immediately towards the rest of the women. Gabrielle is a model and a singer. He lives in LA. He has a twin brother. And we learned that on this episode, they're fraternal, right? So they're not identical looking, they're fraternal twins, but he has a twin brother. Gabrielle and his brother, along with their father, have a rock band, which performs regularly at clubs on Sunset Boulevard in Los Angeles, California. He's a huge flirt and has a hard time being serious in relationship. So let me get this right. Gabrielle, who April J, who's 59, she's the oldest of the bunch. Gabrielle is her 23-year-old son who's in a band with her ex-husband or ex-partner. And they perform in a band on Sunset Strip regularly. What do you mean, nah, that's not her son? What are you talking about, midwife Crystal? Tell me more. Tell me more. So Gabrielle and April. Next up, we meet Harrison. Harrison is Charlene's son. Oh, I think I, oh, wait. Harrison and Charlene. Billy and Charlene. Hmm. I made a mistake. So let's go back. 
Gabrielle was right. So Gabrielle in April, yes. Billy. Billy is the one that I got wrong. I think Billy is Stephanie's son. <clears throat> Billy. Please hold. Gabrielle, April J, Charlene, Billy and Stephanie. Yep. All right. So going back to Billy, Billy is Stephanie's son. Stephanie is the 46-year-old who's the believer who we met last. She's the one that is God is their foundation. So it is, and my apologies, I wrote it down incorrectly. Billy, this guy you see on your screen, is Stephanie's son. Stephanie, 46. Okay. We all straight? Stephanie's son. Stephanie's son Billy and Stephanie, Stephanie's son. Great. So <clears throat> perfect. So first guy, Billy, Billy and Stephanie, mom and son. Next up, Gabrielle, Gabrielle and April J. April J, who's the oldest, 59 from Studio City. And then now we're at Harrison. And Harrison is Charlene's son. And Charlene is the one that I keep talking about with the low self-esteem. And Charlene is the one that's 46, who is also living in LA, but she's from New Jersey. And she had a daughter that passed away. Um, and so that's her son, Her, her that's her son, Harrison. Perfect, now we're straight. Moving on. Oh, did I tell, did I give Harrison's background? So Harrison lives with his mom in Los Angeles and is currently in college playing football with the goal to make it to the NFL. He's extremely fit and he's got the moves which he prefers and has perfected in his days as a former quote, male entertainer. Lord, there's so much happening right now. So he's a football guy wants to be in the NFL. He's also a former male entertainer. And, you know, being a male entertainer can mean a lot of things. It's always the ones that are so square looking that have the most like shady backgrounds, in my opinion. Um, next up is Jimmy. I think Jimmy's kind of adorable, you guys. Uh, Jimmy is So Young's son. He's the oldest. He's out of the, the guys. He's 30. Jimmy lives in Los Angeles and was in the army for four years. He's now a model and an actor. He prefers blondes and is open to dating women of all ages. His dating app is set to 65, which is interesting because on the show, he was really after Paula, who's 48 from Miami. And he told her that he likes dark hair women dark skinned women with green eyes. So it's interesting in his bio that he says that he prefers blondes. Jimmy, what's the real story? I'm going to have to find out if I'm keeping watching this new, new show. I need to know what the truth is. Is it the truth that you prefer blondes or do you prefer the dark skinned, dark hair, green eyed women, like you said on the show? Next up. 
is Joey. I got a kick out of Joey. I got a kick out of Joey. Joey is the youngest. Dude's only 20 years old, and he you can tell he's only 20 years old. Joey is Kelly's son. Now, don't forget, Kelly's the one that's the 50-year-old, the blonde from Orange County who likes to be the center of attention. That This is her son. Her son seems super down-to-earth. He was cock-blocking her the whole time. He was embarrassed by her the whole time. He was like, nah, we're not doing any of this at all. Not today. What you're not about to do is sleep with some dude that you just met six hours ago. That's what you're not about to do. So Joey is a bartender living in Orange County. Currently, he's also studying to get his real estate license. He's had one serious relationship in his life and was left heartbroken. He's ready to finally put himself out there again. So that's Joey, which makes sense. I mean, Joey's only 20. How many relationships could he possibly even have had, right? Um, but I think it's interesting, the contrast between him and his personality and his mom's personality, because uh, Kelly is really over the top. Uh, Lisa said, whoa, these casting directors were working overtime to find folks to hit all of these boxes. And Crystal says, well, Joey was kind of the comedic relief. And Crystal says, wait, you can be a bartender and not be 21. Yeah, I don't know what the rules are in Orange County. But I, I think that to serve alcohol, you have to be of age. But he said he was 20. So I'm only going by what the show says. Uh, moving on. Jose, I really liked Jose. I actually really liked the dynamics between Jose and his mom, Paola. I think it's the healthiest that I've seen um, so far. But meanwhile, you know, it's only been one hour in the first episode. But I really like Jose. Jose is Paola, who's 48 from Miami, the one that I told you her husband passed away um, when she was 23. Uh, Jose is her son. And Jose's bio is Jose lives in Miami and helps with the family fitness business. And we did hear that, that Paola, I, I keep calling her Paola because of 90 day. Her name is Pola. Pola and Jose have a family fitness business. And we heard on the show that they work out together every single day. Jose lives in Miami and helps with the family fitness business. He also works at as a Mexican television host and is fluent in both Spanish and English. He's had one very serious relationship with, which ended five years ago. And ever since then, he's been single. That's his, his bio. Um, uh, Adventures with V answered our questions. You don't, you don't have to be 21 to actually serve alcohol. She says you can serve alcohol at 18 in the U S. So there you go. And uh, midwife Crystal says, I like Jose. He looks too much like his mama. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly focus pops or lolly mellow pops for kids. And for parents, try three new brainy chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. 
Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX is clipped. Now streaming only on Hulu. Yeah, I really liked Jose. So we got a little bit of everything. We got like the square. We got the comedic relief. We got the shy guy. Uh, we got the little bit of the older guy with a little bit of sensibility. Um, and so, yeah, is this the cast is well-rounded. I'll say that. Then we have Ricky. Is his name Ricky? Detroit, April. Ricky uh, works for the United States Postal Service in Detroit. He plays the field and usually is dating more than one woman at a time. But he finds the, but if he finds the right person, he's ready to settle down. He's close with his mom and feels he grew up with her since she had him so young, and. I actually can't. Ricky's mom is Shannon. No, Shannon has Ryan. So it's not Shannon, not Kelly, not Charlene. I'm going to have to get back to you on who the mom is, unless you guys can tell me. Oh, no, it's Ricky that got no airtime. I knew it was someone. So, Krista, who was Ricky's mom? Because I don't have any information on Ricky's mom. Um, so if you guys know, let me know, and I'll get back to it by process of elimination. Uh, but here we have Ryan. Ryan is the son of Shannon. Shannon is 50. Shannon was the corporate uh, event planner who was the B-girl back in the day. And Ryan's bio reads Ryan recently moved back to Atlanta to focus on his music career after a short career in social media marketing. Ryan is very outspoken and knows it gets him into trouble, but he doesn't really care what people think of him. Um, And so Ryan is Shannon's is Shannon's uh, son. Yes, I understand there are two Aprils. There's April J, who's the oldest. That was the first lady we met. And then there's the other April, who's 43, who's from Detroit, who married her high school sweetheart. And I think that that this guy must be by process of elimination. Let me make sure. Yeah, by process of elimination... Ricky is the second April's son, which makes sense because April's from Detroit 
uh, 43, married early, uh, had a kid early because she met her husband when she was 14 and they were married for 14 years. Now she's 43 from Detroit and Ricky works for the United States Postal Service in Detroit. So yeah, the 2nd April, this is her son. Whew. Got it. So April J is going to be how we refer to the older lady who's 59 from Studio City. And then April will be April, who is Ricky's mom. So two Aprils, April J, and then just regular April. Though That's the cast, y'all. That's the cast. So <clears throat> the moms or the MILFs, the youngest is 43. The oldest is 59. The sons or the young gentlemen, the youngest is 20, the oldest is 30. They're all supposed to date each other. Now, here's what happens. The guys didn't know that they were going to have to be dating their moms. They were told that they're going to go on a dating show and they're going to date older women. But the, the twist was that's their moms. And they were all freaking out when they first saw. They're like, we're supposed to date our moms? Yo, that's my mom right there. Like, don't be all up on her. It was very awkward. It was very awkward for us watching. We were all like, wait, what is happening right now? Meanwhile, <clears throat> uh, the production company says, you know, they wanted to do an experiment on intergenerational dating and the stereotypes between older men dating younger women being okay, but older women dating younger women, younger men seems to not be okay in our society. And so that's going to be my first question to you guys in the live chat. If you're watching the replay, what do you, what's your take on that in intergenerational dating? Is age a factor? And do men get a pass for being older and dating younger women versus women being older dating younger men? I would love, love, love to hear your take on it. Definitely let me know uh, in the live chat or in the comments in the replay. Um, so Kelly comes out. And uh, let me see if I can pop that back for us so that we can remember to start remembering who's who. Uh, so let me share this. All right. So Kelly is the OC lady. That's what I'm going to call her. The center of attention. This is Kelly. So Kelly comes out. The ladies are around the bar. Um, and she's like, sorry, ladies, I might be sleeping with one of your sons tonight. She really liked Harrison coming out the gate, but she was all over the board, you guys. So she liked Harrison at first, then she was hitting on Ricky. And then the next day she was with Jose. So she was literally all over the place. She just likes the attention. She wants to win by any means necessary, that's her game plan. So, and she's very verbal about being uh, open sexually. And she was literally, you guys, ready to sleep with Ricky out the gate. 
Like first night, they didn't even they didn't even really have proper room assignments, and she was ready to be like, "Hey, what are you doing?" W-Y-D. Like, really? Really, Kelly? I mean, now I understand why you have six kids by, you know, multiple baby daddies. I get it. So <clears throat> we also find out that uh, So Young is a surgeon. Uh, her her son, Jimmy, isn't about that life. Like, he doesn't like, like, blood and open hearts and all of that stuff. Um, And so you start to see the contrast between uh, mother and son. Joey, who's 20, and Joey's Kelly, this woman that you see on your screen, son, he likes April J. And April J is the oldest lady, the one that was in the red dress. He's really drawn to her. And I was like, April J's 59. You're 20, Joey. You're 20. Joey, you're 20. You're 20. Adventures with V says, I live in a tourist town and age 18 plus means nothing out here for men and women. Well, there you go. I really do think that age should not be a factor. I think you love who you love and age is just a number. However, this situation with the mom and the sons has thrown me off. So I don't know what, I don't know what to believe in this situation because I feel like dating, dating, like, I just, I don't know what to believe you guys. Your mom is your mom is dating these like young guys. The young guys are super young and they're your peers. And then you're like dating her peers and like you're all, I, I don't, and then you guys are all, they all, the moms and the sons have to stay in the same rooms, which is, which we'll get to that. It's just very confusing for me. So, um, Joey, who's 20, likes April J, who's 59. And April J says that she knows she's about that life. Uh, she feels like she loves to date younger men because there's a lot more sex with younger men and she has a young vibe. Um, and Gabrielle, who is April J's son, he's not here for it. He's like, Joey and my, my mom, nah, I'm not here for it. They can't hook up. No. Joey's like 20. I'm not feeling it. I'm not here for it. Then Jose, the one I told you guys I liked, who is Pola's son. He likes Ke Kelly, who you see on the screen. Um, he likes her assertiveness. He likes that she likes to be the center of attraction. And it's funny to me because Pola thinks that she knows her son really well. And she she like was swearing up and down the entire episode that Kelly was not her son's type. He would never go for her. He's not attracted to her. She's too loud. He likes quiet, docile women. He doesn't like blonde. Like she went on and on and on. She was basically like, my son is gonna get with Kelly over my dead body. That was that was her vibe. Um Renee says, I think intergenerational dating is fine, especially when both parties are over 30 and have similar life experiences. I like that answer, Renee, and I agree with you. All right, so there are eight duos. The duos are the moms and the sons. There are eight bedrooms, so it's going to be two people per room. There are two bigger rooms, two suites, and so they do a contest, you guys. And the contest... You're going to have two of the duos that will win the two bigger suites. 
if they win the contest. And the challenge is, and this is where it got really like, oh, how would they know this? Okay, so let me tell you what the challenge is. The challenge is that the moms get blindfolded and they have to go where the men are lined up with their shirts off. Okay, so the men are topless and the moms have to go and touch and feel the naked chests of these younger men and figure out which one is their son. And then whoever figures out in the quickest amount of time wins the challenge. Now, I don't know about y'all, but here's what I do know. I grew up with all brothers. I Brothers. Okay. And uh, I mean, I have a sister, but that's something else. So I know that my mom was never filling up my grown ass brother's bodies like why would she know why how would they know this explain it can someone explain it to me please how could you possibly first of all what mom is feeling up her son her grown-ass son it's not like they're babies and you're changing their diaper or their toddlers and you just seen them grow it's not even like they're teenagers and you're like looking at them going through growth spurts so you can kind of figure it out these are like 20 plus, 20 to 30s. And you're supposed to know by touching them. Who thought of this game because it's ridiculous and made me feel uncomfortable? I don't even understand what the hell was happening and why this was what you're going to do. I don't understand it. So this is what happened. So Kelly goes first, of course. Um. And her son, Joey, is kind of grossed out by this whole thing, right? She's like, he's like, yeah, like, I don't really get this contest because um, you've never rubbed me up and down. And so, like, how would you possibly know? Which is what I was saying. And then he tells his mom to make sure, because she's out there like that. Like I told you, she's super sex positive, totally free, willing spirit. Uh, so he tells her not to go below the waist because that would be out of line. And then he goes on to say it's weird for him to see his mom touching guys in front of his face, which I agree. Like it's it would be weird even as a, even as a um like as the child, like I wouldn't want to see my mom or my dad touching on my friends that are of the same age as me. It's all very weird and very confusing, you guys. So <clears throat> Kelly goes first, she gets it wrong. And again, the guys have their shirts off and they're feeling it up. And it was a, like a whole thing. Shannon goes second and Shannon was, and Shannon, if you guys remember, is the corporate event planner. She was, she was making these weird, oh, oh, noises. Oh, and she's rubbing them down and she's like, um, it's like a checkup at the doctor's office. Oh, oh, I was like, why are you making those sounds? It's really gross. You're looking for your son and you're like making this weird, creepy doctor's office visit reference. And then you're making these moaning sexual. I don't know, you guys, again, it was very confusing and very awkward. Very confusing. Um, Pola's up next. 
Uh, she was like super convinced that she was, why is my screen doing this? Um, super convinced that she was going to be able to find her son immediately because they train together every single day. And so this was the only one, one that I was like, okay, she will probably be able to get it. And the only reason she gets it is because she works out with her son every day because they have a fitness um, center together that they run, right? So she can see without being weird about it that he's like, you know, where his muscles and stuff are, right? So this is the only one, oh my God, what's happening? The only one that I was like, oh, she'll get it. And she did, she got it right away. And so she guessed correctly. Uh, April J went next and she guessed correctly for her son. Uh, Charlene went up next and she guessed incorrectly. Uh, and Stephanie went next. Um, she correctly guessed her son, Billy. So young, the surgeon went and everyone was like, oh, what's she doing? She was super aggressive with her touching. She was not only touching, she was hugging them and she was rubbing them and feeling them up. Um, and she still picked wrong. And she picked Gabrielle, which was funny because Gabrielle's like, yes, mom. And he picked her up and like, I don't know, walked her around a little bit of the resort. It was just, you guys, I just don't even know what's happening. I don't even know what's happening on the show. Lisa says, I'm guessing the producers knew they weren't getting a second season, so equals this stunt. Vanessa says, it's cringe on top of cringe. You should win if you cannot identify your son. I just keep flipping it to old men and daughters in my mind. Which is, you know, the conversation that I'm trying to have, Vanessa. I mean, is it just as, is it creepy because it's older women and younger men? Or is it creepy because it's, it's mothers and sons because honestly we see older men and younger women all the time and no one says anything about anything and it's this is what they're basing the show on and they literally said it it's an experiment to see if there's a difference between intergenerational dating older women younger men versus what's acceptable in society where older men can date younger females Again, I don't have a problem with the age difference at all. Like, I really don't. My problem, I guess, my issue with the show is that it's sons and moms, and they're all supposed to be dating each other. And, like, it just, it's weird for me. However, so we have two winners. The winners of the suites are, and let's see if I can find the photos, Stephanie. So Stephanie and her son, Billy, win the first suite. And if you remember, Stephanie is the God-fearing one uh, who wants God in her relationships and all of that. Uh, so she wins the first big suite. The second winner uh, was Paola and Jose, obviously, uh, the mom and son duo who... Uh, have the fitness center together. So her and her son. So they get the two big suites. Everyone else is going to be just like in regular rooms at the resort. And one of the questions that came up is, what's the difference between a MILF and a cougar? Um, I don't think anyone really knew the answer. So Charlene was trying to say that the difference was that uh, 
there's an in-between age between MILF and Cougar. And I don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't even really know. Do you guys know? All I know is MILF stands for Mothers I'd Like to Fuck. And Cougar is like a like an older woman who, who still looks good. Right? I mean, is there anything else that I should know? Because I, I think those are the definitions of, of the two. And so I don't know if there's a difference. One's maybe mom, one's not. I don't know. Y'all let me know. But that's what I know is the definitions. So <clears throat> the day's over. Everyone's winding down, finding the rooms and chilling. Uh, we have um, Charlene and Kelly sitting at the bar uh, with Ricky and Kelly's son, Joey. They're just having some drinks or whatever. And Charlene's starting to have like a different understanding of why they're there. So she feels like instead of thinking that they're all going to find love and live happily ever after and all of that stuff or find their soulmate, she thinks that maybe this is an opportunity for growth. Uh, and finding out what you do and do not like and knowing yourself and all of that, which makes sense coming from her. Because again, remember, she's coming out of a very dark past um, and she's still grieving and all of that stuff. So that would make sense that she's like, hey, you know, this is an opportunity for growth for me. And meanwhile, Kelly's over here flirting with Ryan as well, who is Shannon's son. And it's weird for Joey, her son, who's also the youngest of the group. And so Kelly's like, you know, I'm open to sex. And, you know, I I want to just have fun. That's what this show is all about. Woo woo. She's doing that whole thing, right? So they call it a night. And they're going to their rooms and they're in the rooms and Kelly texts Ryan, what are you doing? And tells him to come over. And Ryan's like, no, I'm, I'm going to bed. And Kelly insists um, on him coming to her room. And so she leaves the room and finds him. He's still down by the bar area. And he's like, I don't understand. Like, are you trying to have, these are his words, not mine. Are you trying to get day one strokes? Like what's happening? Right? So she kind of brings him back to her room. Joey, her son is in the room and Joey's like cock blocking her. And it's like, nah, nah, this is not happening. What you're not about to do is you're not about to go and sleep with this dude who you've known for six hours. Just no, just absolutely not. And so Ryan leaves and's like, hey, I'll see you guys in the morning at the gym. And Kelly's all butthurt because, you know, you guys, she was literally ready to sleep with this dude that she's had maybe five seconds of conversation. Because don't forget, she was over Ricky. She was looking at Jose. Originally, she liked someone else. I can't remember, but someone else she liked. Harrison. She's all over the place. Just anyone that's giving her attention, she was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Um, Vanessa says, I think a MILF isn't necessarily looking for someone younger. It's just a hot mama. 
a cougar is intentionally looking for or dating much younger men. That's my take. Well, I love that take. Thank you for sharing that, Vanessa. Um, and actually, Aubrey says that one woman, none of the other women like her. Yeah, she's dry. Kelly's driving people crazy for sure. Because she likes to be the center of attention. So they're all starting to complain about her. 100%. You're right, Aubrey. So. So the next day. And Jimmy. Who is. So young's son. And I wish I could share like more than one screen with you. So let me see, since I'm talking about the boys, I'll stop this and start this again. And we'll go to the men again. Um, and then this is Jimmy. So Jimmy likes Pola and Pola is the mom of Jose. So he likes her feet. He says he's a foot, he has a foot fetish, you guys. And by the way, FYI, my Patreon subscribers, you know what I'm already about to say, but I'm not going to say it. I'll wait till Saturday when we do news and gossip. But this fool right here, he's 30, he has a foot fetish. Told y'all, told y'all, told y'all. That's all I'll say. So he has a foot fetish. He likes to suck toes and he wants to suck the paint off her toes, like he was saying all of that. Yes, he was. Um, so he brings her a drink. And here we see the first date. He asked her on a paddleboarding date right then and thou, then and thou, then and now. Um, and so in front of her son, Jose, she's like, yeah, let's do it. Let's go paddleboarding. Jose doesn't know what to think about it. Um, he thinks all the guys in the competition are just too young for his mom. He's really not like wanting his mom to hook up with anyone. And we find out that po Pola, she was a classical ballet dancer. She danced her whole life. She has a very active lifestyle. She loves paddleboarding. She loves doing yoga and paddleboarding. She used to bring her son out and do like poses on the paddleboard, which is exactly what her and Jimmy do on their date. They have a great time. They're paddleboarding and splashing in the water, falling in the water, trying to do yoga poses on the paddleboards and flop, flopping into the water and laughing and giggling, having a great time. Meanwhile, that's left Jose, Pola's son, with Kelly, who we already know is, a, I don't want to say predator because predator is like, too strong of the word, but she's very direct and aggressive. So she tries to start talking to Jose and says, well, I guess it's time for us to go to the bedroom because, you know, I like to be on my knees. What did you just say, Kelly? You, you just said what to this young man? How old are you? Okay, anyways. So she says this to Jose, and he loved it, you guys. Jose 100% loved it. And let me pull up Jose for y'all. Here we are. He loved it. Loved. He loves her direct talk, he says. Um, so she's making the moves on him. And 
we find out that she has a thing for accents, her son says. So any guy that's tall and has an accent, she's there for it, like 100%. So that's why she's zoning in on Jose specifically. Um, so they're talking, she asks him, you know, like, what are you looking for here? And he's like, you know, I'm open to explore different cultural boundaries. I'm here to explore new opportunities. I'm here to find out what I want, what I like. And, and that's why I'm here. Um, Christina says, no, you got it right. She's a predator. We'd call a man that looking at you, Ed and Pastor Ben. <laughs> you guys, this show is so wild. I just, and I'm still wrapping my mind around it and I'm still learning all of the characters. Um, so bear with me, but I just, I don't know. I don't understand why they, why the twist. I feel like, they would have done women more justice if they just were like, hey, we're beautiful women. We may be older and we may like to date younger men and that should be okay in our society. And age is just a number. Um, and then do it from that. They should have had a lot more men to mingle with. Um, and left it at that, but because they literally have eight of eight women and eight men, and those eight men are their sons, it made the whole situation weird. Now, here's here is what I, if you had to do it this way because you're doing an experiment, then you should have thrown in some extras. So instead of just having the eight sons, there should have been like 30 guys. Eight of them are the sons, and they commingle so that it just wouldn't be so glaring in your face, and the moms wouldn't be forced to pick between their peers sons do you know what i mean like that that then i could see this little experiment going going differently but because it's literally just eight of them and eight of them boom you're forced to be connected to someone somehow it's weird it's just weird it's because they're sons they're all related. It's just, I don't know. Like, my dad is past, God rest his soul. But I couldn't imagine my dad dating one of my friends. Like, I just, I can't imagine it. Do you know what I mean? Like, let me take this photo down so you guys can all. I can't imagine it. And it would make any of us uncomfortable. Think about it. Think about whoever's a parental figure in your life dating one of your friends wouldn't that be super weird as it is and then it's like in your face and you guys are stuck in in a in a villa together and to top it off i would be staying in the same suite as my parent what the shenanigans I just, uh, anyways, back to Kelly. Kelly has her sights on Jose. Jose actually is feeling her. He likes her directness. Um, Meanwhile, all the women in the manor are finding Kelly to be way too much. 
They think she's too aggressive. They think that she always wants to be the center of attention and yada and yada. So she's rubbing the other woman immediately on the first day the wrong way. Now, meanwhile, back to Jimmy. Jimmy, um, this is why I find it interesting that his bio said he loves blondes. So Jimmy... says to uh, Pola on their date that he likes a woman with good hair, good teeth, darker complexion with green eyes. And uh, Pola says she likes the same thing in men, right? So then he says, well, do you see my eyes shining for anybody? Meaning like, do you see that I'm interested in you? And she's like, yeah, I do. Meanwhile, Paula doesn't like Kelly for her son. Um, she feels like Kelly will just bring drama to her family, bring drama to her relationship with her son. And she just cannot see her son going for Kelly. And Jimmy's like, well, look at them. Cause they're looking up at them. Cause now after paddle boarding, Jimmy and Paula are at the beach drinking rosé, but they can see Kelly and Jose above and Jimmy's like well look at their body language like he's right in her face and it looks like he's interested in her and meanwhile Jose is telling cameras he is interested in Kelly and uh his mom pale is like nah not over nah not ever like no way Jose uh vanessa says since kelly's from oc i bet i can find a gym full of women who didn't like her here too and aubrey says i think these guys are cute but no way am i physically attracted to any of them really aubrey interesting Lisa says, I know there are NDAs, but I cannot believe people in the same dang family who are allegedly close wouldn't figure out they're going to be away from home for a reality show at the same time. I mean, yeah, that was weird. That was weird, Lisa, like. I'm going to a reality show. I'm going to be dating younger men oh really mom i'm going on a reality show around the same time and i'm supposed to be dating like well they weren't told older women they were just told they were the guys at least were just told that they were going to be dating so but i mean put two and two together you're leaving at the same time you're both going to the same city uh it's possible that you guys are maybe going to be on the same show <laughs> oh lord jesus Anyways, you guys, that was the first episode. It was really an introduction to the cast of characters. I will be covering the show because I am actually indeed fascinated. I'm confused, but fascinated. Definitely let me know if you're watching the show, um, <clears throat> what you think about the show, uh, who are the standout cast members so far to you on the show, all the things. Uh, hit me up in the comments if you're watching the replay. Um. Christina said, April did say that they knew that they were on dating shows, just not together. Yeah, I she did say that, Christina, but I would just go on to say that if you guys were knowing that you were traveling to the same place at the same time, you might would have like 
took the extra step and put it all together and wrapped it up in a big bow. Uh, you guys don't forget to like and subscribe. And uh, there's a couple other shows I did earlier on today. If you want to catch up on After the 90 Days, I will see you guys all very, very, very soon. Thank you for being here. And um, let me know. Just let me know what you think. And uh, Aubrey, if you do a recap, you're more than welcome to come on my show and we could talk about it together. All right, you guys, I'll see you very soon. Bye for now.